Hit that big red R button. She keeps them always in a pretty cabinet. Let them eat cake, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. A building a remedy for Chris Job and Kennedy. At any time, an imitation you can't take. Caviar and cigarettes, well versed in etiquette. Extraordinarily nice. She's a killer. Hello and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me as always, my partner in crime, Chris King. Hello. And the sauce boss on the ones and twos, Zach Roan. Hey there. Very special return guest with us in studio. Um... I feel like every time, hold on here, I'm going to list off your credits. I feel like every time I try to list off your credits, you come with more credits the next time, so it's yeah. very confusing. Um, Suck on that, Dad. I'm employable after all. <laughs> uh, former sex columnist. Wow, that's what you lead you with. Love, he leads with it. Leads every, with it. I haven't done that for five years. There was no reason of the yeah. time that we you've been here, which is, you know, we've hung out for a while. Yeah. That's not, you've listed off so many that I, I wouldn't have. You go ahead, though. Can I ask you, can I <laughs> yeah. ask a favor? Feel free to keep doing that, but keep saying uh, sex columnist alongside uh, Kinsey Institute PhD, Debbie Herbenick, because oh. I'm a sex columnist. Who cares? Yeah. I'm like, I was, I was like alongside one of the leaders in the movement of like. I'm not going to remember all that. I can't well, remember. That? I don't remember any of it. You worked at the Kinsey Institute? No, I, were, I wrote that column alongside Debbie Herbenick from, she's the fellow at the Kinsey Institute. She's a fancy oh. lady. Mm-hmm. Oh. So this wasn't just some, like, yeah, this I write the astrology yeah. section yeah, of right. the news. Wow. Okay. Which right. is how Dyke has been selling it. This is I was going to say, he's he's selling yeah. it like I played, like, a textual version of, like, who's in my mouth. <laughs> no, that's what he did. He's like, he's like uh, I mean, we're burying the lead. I don't want to do spoilers, but we've talked to her for, like, ten minutes now and not introduced her yet. <laughs> Sarah Morell was coming, and he said, yeah, she makes all this. She does. She's a sex columnist, and she tells people how their penises work. And then, like, after, after that, after he told that for a while, like, also she made that honey that you put in a bunch of your drinks. Like, oh, the honey lady. Yeah, like, that hasn't been <laughs> remotely near my career not for, like, he's, half a decade. He now, leads but. with it. Just so you know, not just on this show, everywhere he goes. Yeah, great. I know the sex columnist, but you go ahead. You're the, uh, you're the only sex columnist I've ever met. So. <laughs> Get out more, Dyke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely the only one that had anything to do with the Kinsey Institute. Uh, freelance uh, freelance writer for mm-hmm. Indianapolis Monthly. Yep. Uh, Indie Maven sometimes, Thrillist rarely. Um, and mostly what I do now, um, because it's like, I if there are you know youths listening... And someone's the, trying the to two youths. Yeah, the two, two youths, youths. Uh, listening are like, I'm going to get a fun job. Don't do that. Um, you should write a copy for a lobbyist somewhere because they all their checks cash. Is all I'm saying. Oh wow! I tried to Google the other day. I was thinking about trying to take a lady out on a date. Uh, wow. I was trying to think of things to do that didn't involve drinking. Apparently, there's things you can do in the city that don't involve drinking. Mm-hmm. Did you know this? Have hey. you heard about this? Yeah. <laughs> Not drinking? Do tell. Uh, so, I, so I just Googled it, and I'm just kind of, you know, you fall down a little rabbit, rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it was like, it was like, oh, swing by Gomez Barbecue and pick up and then take your date. And I was like, who is writing this? About the place I work, and I look up. Oh, Sarah Morrell. It was me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds like that sounds like me, circa 2017, 18. Yep. Yep. Are you going to do more of her credits, or are you going to continue the introduction? How do you want to handle that now? Yes. Disrupted the entire thing. 
Um, How you pull yourself out of this? I mean, that's what we're all interested in. Uh, COVID, COVID skip tracer, and uh, wow. and uh, uh, bounty hunter. Um, sure, geez. this is what he's like when we're. This is us not drinking. That's I what know. he's doing. Can you imagine if I given him one of those cocktails? And new entrepreneur of uh, a product that is sweeping the nation. It's definitely sweeping my kitchen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I just sent my first order to Canada last week. So oh, wow. it's, it's international now. That's amazing. Yeah. What what is the official na- name? Uh, Metal Honey Foods is the company. the mm. The hero product is Scorpion Honey. I've just released two other honeys: uh, Sweet Stinger, which is, um, as you correctly termed it, sort of an unleaded version of the original. Um, I just got uh, reviewed on, by this woman um, whose Instagram handle is Lego My Fuego six six six. Love that. Wow. Um, she's a, a hot sauce blogger, and she gave us uh, ten out of ten. Uh, she rarely gives ten out of ten, so, Damn. so got that. And that uh, is great. She said it's the hottest hot honey she's ever tried, so I'm very proud of that. That's amazing. I'll tell you what, uh, Chris made a simple syrup out of it when yeah. we just had the the hot scorpion honey, and we were uh, we were putting that into cocktails. Yeah. And it was a man that stays with you it's for real. Even even well, when you cut it down with the first time I made it, I made the mistake of I usually if I'm putting something in a cocktail, obviously I'm usually tasting it. But I just heard it was hot. I I heard it was spicy, and I knew it was yours. And I'm like, I'm just gonna do it. I've used honey before. I'm just gonna do it. And I put I didn't measure it out. I just dropped a little bit in there and then shook it up. Like it'll be fine. There's not that much in there. It was for real. <laughs> it was for real. And people, everybody loved it for sure, but everybody was really taken back by like, wow, that's that's a lot. And I think I used it twice before I made it simple. So it's fifty fifty honey and water. Even with that, I mean, you had I put a little bit in the in the drink you have now, Sarah. But even that, it's you still get the kick of it. It's I, I mean, it's it's probably amazing on a lot of things, but it is unbelievable in cocktails. Yeah. It's cheating. We have a, I have a lot of things that I use that are de- basically cheating. The scorpion honey is absolutely that. Yes, that, sure. that you you've nailed exactly the the sort of ca- like you know place on the shelf that I wanted to cut to, yeah. to sort of occupy, where it's like your people are busy, but people are trying to eat more whole foods, like whole vegetables. Like mm-hmm. if you want to throw like a stir fry in the pot and just throw some soy sauce and scorpion honey and some hoisin in there, and you're you're in and out of there with a full, you know, meal in 10 minutes. It was, it's good. What Thanks. was the origin story of the scorpion honey? Yeah, so um, uh, I'm, do you guys know uh, Mr. Kinetic, uh, Mark Williams? Uh, he's a DJ. Um, he and I are, um, we are uh, gardening buds. Um, and so I saw that they had these Trinidad scorpion peppers, like plants for sale at Saraga, the international grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got one and then I texted or messaged Mark about it on Instagram. He got one. And so we both got really into growing these like super hot peppers and, and the difference, you know, I, I ended up with a lot more than I, um, thought I was going to grow and the hot sauce category is full. Um, I just wanted to, you know, preserve it in some way. Um, and ended up with, uh, Trinidad scorpion peppers, like 1.4 million Scoville units. Wow. Um, I think the hottest pepper is still uh, the ghost pepper at like 1.6 million Scoville units. Um, So the difference flavor-wise is, you know, you eat like a habanero and it's kind of like getting a really bad sunburn, Mm -hmm. whereas like a Trinidad scorpion pepper is like Mm. putting your hand on the oil (laughs) stove. Um, So uh, I tried it in the honey and it was so hot, but it felt like cheating to cut it down at that point. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't know. Mm -hmm. I filled my first round of bottles with a a three ounce, like a, like a gravy um, 
Ladle? Spoon, like ladle, yeah. And like a funnel, like a perfume funnel. Mm. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Never doing How that again. How many times have you touched your genitals after? <laughs> Can I tell you a real story? Yeah. So Just I real over. fast before you get in that story, yeah. that is not the first and will not be the last time that he asked somebody how many times they touched their genitals. I, <laughs> genitals. I, <laughs> he almost died. I didn't know that just messing up the word genitals would make you laugh that hard. Otherwise, I would always well, do it. Well, they always gave it their best against the Harlem Globetrotters. We know that much. You almost dry drowned. Dead. <laughs> Almost died because I said generals instead of genitals. <laughs> anyway, Dyke will ask everybody that. I thought we got past that, but you brought back how many times have you touched your generals? Look, any, anyone that's ever messed around with hot sauce on a long enough timeline knows that there's some sort of tragedy is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I do now wear two sets of gloves. Um, I was messing around with it. I, it was like a separate day that I had done all the, you know, the chopping and the processing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went over to hang out with um, my longtime, let's just call him lover, sex partner, because that's more wow. exciting than just like, dude, I've been banging for a while. Yeah. Um, and so we're doing our thing, and then, and I feel it, and I'm like, uh, what do I do now that I can feel the burning <laughs> on my mucous membranes? Because I could tell it wasn't from my mouth, it was from my hands. Yeah. yeah. And things were getting moist. And hands were getting moist, and I was like, mm, "I'm just gonna ride this out and see how long." <laughs> wow, what happens wow. from here? Such a and, bad idea. And and I for like two two or three minutes later, he's like, "Hey, hey, stop, stop, stop!" Can you imagine what's going on in his head? Because mm-hmm. you know what's happening. I know exactly. what's He happening. has no idea yeah. what could possibly be happening. But for him to say it out loud, that means he probably had that in his head yeah. for a while, working through. A list of what could possibly yeah. be burning my generals. Yeah. So, <laughs> he asked me if I was wearing like a plumping lip gloss, which I actually thought was like, you know. Nice. Yeah. Smart. So, uh, and I said, no, no, you have hot peppers on all over your dick and balls. <laughs> and so he hopped in the shower and did a little soaping and milking around with with milk. It's not like a yeah. sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> from a, so we got from him a on the milking wow. table. From a cow. Jesus, uh, that'll get it right out. And, um, Anyway, I was laughing so hard I could hardly get my my <laughs> breath. But the reason is because I dated a, a line cook one time who cut his own gloves while um, prepping uh, jalapenos at a yeah. pizza place. And I had that happen, except what I had to do was pour the only milk I had in my fridge was half and half for my coffee and just splash it into my pussy. <laughs> um, <laughs> So Dyke is having the best twelve year old's time. Oh. He's laughing so hard yeah. at splashing on my pussy. That was yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's happened to answer your question, Dyke. Yes. Yeah. And here's the here's wow. the weirdest part is like as we're in the shower, he's like, you know, I didn't hate it except for like the last like two or three minutes. And I was like, what do I wow. need to turn wow. into like a sex lube? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. There's a market apparently. There, apparently. Market of one. So I have to ask you this, and I'm sure you don't have to ask me anything, Dyke, <laughs> but go on. Wade further I'm, into your own grave. I'm, I'm contractually obligated to ask you this. Mm. Uh, what are the chances of getting you on Hot Ones with that sauce? Getting that sauce on oh, that would be, so that'd cool. be awesome. That'd yeah. be so cool. That's Man. the dream. Where would you be on, because you'd probably be, knowing if you brought that scorpion honey, you'd probably be close to the end. Close to the end. Man, yeah. that stuff is intense. Yeah. That would I be mean, amazing. Though. If you're eating it, if you're eating it, by itself as the sauce on a wing. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah, There's yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. No way. It, it may be, yeah, it may be hotter than their hottest sauce. It, it was pretty intense. I did 
it was problematic because I did when those drinks were super hot. I then tasted it, which was the dumbest idea. I put some <laughs> on my finger. And I'm like, hey, that thing that's burning my mouth that has a bunch of other liquids in there is really hot. I better check how hot it is by doing the concentrated version of it. I think a full finger's worth is probably good. I bet that won't hurt. It did for so long. Please wash so your hands. Or you're gonna, your generals are going to be on fire. <laughs> I've been touching my... I made everybody's drinks and I touched all my generals. Before. I do my general touching before I make the cocktails. You're welcome. My, my best friend, Audrey, uh, sent me a video of her husband trying it. And I watched... Like, my eyes got real big as I just watched him kind of dump it into a spoon and put the whole yeah. spoon in his mouth. Idiots. Well, it's a great prank. I love it. Did you say adios at that <laughs> point. Well, that's why I, I, I always do tastings. So if you like see me out with it, I will. Yeah. You can you can taste it. So nobody feels like they got you know hosed when they make this purchase. Yeah. Mm. But also why we have an unleaded version. But I also think that that's why that stuff is good because it's not unleaded and you don't need a lot of it to do a lot with it. Like yeah. that's the deal. I mean, that's exactly what happened with those cocktails is that I used that. It went down to half because that's how much I put in people's cocktails. <laughs> I fuck some people up. <laughs> I'm not a, I didn't know what I was doing. You knew that you were messing up generals. I didn't. Uh, I was just putting it in cocktails, and people were like, wow, that's really hot. And people drank it, and I kept making them, and like, wow, it's like a real fun game called Can I Finish This Cocktail? But then, yeah, but I put it in half, and you can still taste it. Like, it's really... It, if you look, you get a lot of bang for your buck, especially if that's what you use it for. It was good. That, thank you. That was that's yeah. kind of that was the the plan for not watering it down. Is it yeah. does it does have yeah. a, a really high price point for the amount that you get. But it's all local honey. Like yeah. it's from local growers. Like last week, the last batch that I made, I drove up to Anderson um, and met with this. I mean, he's not going to listen to this right wing lunatic that was yeah. selling me my my honey and loaded into the back of my Honda Civic and drove home. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I'm, I do. It's on a small enough scale right now that we're still dealing with independent producers. Which sure. That's cool. So this yeah. is uh, stop the steal honey is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so so I walk into this guy's like shed right, and yeah. he's playing a WIBC. Um, and the conversation on WIBC is like, what do we do now? Like it's after, you know, it's like your, your guy lost, like, you know, your, your big baby dipshit lost. And, uh, I mean, the guy is in a bad mood. I can tell. And I'm just like, uh, well, cause he lost, he lost. (laughs) And I immediately went home and I was like, Google honey wholesalers, Indiana. Just like, I'm not dealing with this guy's fucking shit anymore. So you have a really cool thing at your house where you uh, ripped out your entire yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Front and backyard or just uh, front and backyard. Backyard, um, I'm letting the grass grow, but I'm growing on top of it. So whatever. And then put it in a garden. And I have my entire life said, fuck yards. I think they're stupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's such a better use, especially if you're going to garden with it. Now, was your neighborhood cool with that? Or was anybody any splashback from doing that? I mean, what... Whatever you do that bucks the norm, right? Someone's going to get pissed off because it's not the norm, right? Yeah. And so there were a couple people. But for the most part, most people, my neighbors are super supportive. Um, I've had a couple people drive by and they're like, you know, we replaced a quarter of our yard. My across the street neighbors cut out a big chunk of their um, turf and replaced it with bedding. So I think it's just, you know, you have to go out there and be the first person who crushes the norm. Yeah. And yeah. Um, my most of my neighbors love it. I'm in the process of shoshugi bonding my beds, uh, burning with a torch, so it mm-hmm. looks like black. It's just like, it looks really sharp. If you keep it nice, it looks sharp and sure. it looks fine. You know. 
So are these uh, were the peppers from the yep. the garden? Yeah, the first round of peppers were from my garden. The second round was also from the garden, and then the third round, wow. I had to uh, text my one of my best friends in Austin, Texas, who runs uh, Dipping Springs Tender Co. If you guys are ever in Texas, you okay. should go get some yeah. some some chicken tendies. Um, and I was like, "Hi, hi, it's me. Happy opening your restaurant. Anyway, could you go to the store and buy me two pounds of the most expensive pepper on the shelves there and overnight it to me?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, so that was uh, really <laughs> nice. took a hit on my price per bottle that time. And now we're back to I'm going to grow it. And I have a local farmer up in Logansport, um, one of my other college best friends who just moved back from L.A. and um, is is taking over her family's farm. So, wow. Yeah. So, so the first batch is this summer ish, right? Yep. First batch. What I'm really learning a lot about is like honey is all different, all different kinds of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, duh, but. I'm a I'm a city person. I don't, sure. know, I don't know fuck about fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's real dark in the winter, and it's like really bright and floral in the summer, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's cool. Uh, the the scorpion honey right now is like this like really beautiful like bright orange color. It gets infused from I use um, red habaneros, red jalapenos, orange habaneros. So everything that's in like a warm color family. So that's why it's it's not dyed. There's no artificial color in it. It's just red from the peppers. Wow. And how and every time I look online, it seems like. <clears throat> More and more people are into it and buying it and talking <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah. It seems like it's really, I mean, taking off quickly since this summer. Man, I'm so grateful for that. That was so cool. That was like, you know, like there's so many ways that you can support your community, but like being there for something that you care about and you have a lot of personal stake in is like the most meaningful way to do it, you know? Yeah. But I think that's what Indianapolis does really well. Totally. But that's honestly though that, and that's what we've talked about so many times in this podcast. That is the thing that Indianapolis does um, I think just better than, you know, originally from Chicago, I think even better than that. I came from the food industry there and it's nothing like what it is here. Definitely. Just so much support for everybody. And I think that even through COVID, you see that not just for like, Hey, can you please help me? But everybody really banding together. And like now we're all in this coalition together yeah. to kind of get through. And that's the same thing I saw, you know, I had your honey for the first time, obviously here, but I saw it on so many people's Instagram, yeah. like, Hey, check this, let's check this out. And it was so it's just great. I mean, it's always really good to see people supporting local and propping up local like that. It's it's really important. Also yeah. helps when it's dank. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they, it's really good. Yeah, I, I just, I appreciate that so much. I'll never be able to fully put that into words. That was, um, you know, I worked for so long in the Indianapolis food community and, and the indie food community has a really, you know, um, difficult relationship with the media. Um, I think it's because... The stories are really unique and personal. And I mean, the, the, you know, when you get into hospitality, you do it because you're a sensitive person who wants to, you know, make a nice welcoming environment for other people. And, um, you know, sometimes we in the media don't, don't fully tell that story because we don't have the space on the page. We don't have the time. You know, we have like people working 50 or 60 hours, making like $35,000 a year. Right. Um, so, you know, I don't know about you guys, but the the couple years that we got a lot of national media um, was like did something weird to our Indianapolis food community. I don't know if you felt that. We yeah. you mean when we get national media, are you talking about like like that big splash of you know uh, John Brooks being right. in that magazine? Right, yes, right, right, yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, 2015, yeah. 2016. Yeah, right? yeah. And and I feel like we are in a positive way, like recovering a sense of community that was really strong before that happened, and, and that kind of fractured. I don't know if you guys feel like that at all. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd be interested to know how you feel about that. I think that it's interesting because you have the two, you have 2015, which I think was a big spike for the food community in Indianapolis for sure. And then it's interesting because 
a lot of stuff that we end up talking about is like where it's going now and how we're concerned that that spike that happened in 2015 is sort of going away because it was being entered COVID. But I don't know if you felt like it was splintered. Like, no, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I definitely, definitely, there was definitely a, a shift there, some weirdness around that time. Um, I think, like, so one of the things I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make this my job. I'm trying to make podcasting my full-time job. I know a lot of us after last year are reevaluating our lives and our passions. And, you know, you know, I turned 40 last year. So I'm like, what do I want to be doing with the rest of my life? What do I want my life to look like? So I know a lot of people are trying to know, trying to make our hobbies, our jobs or make our, you know, new thing. Is there, is there part of you that wants to take this to the. Oh yeah. Like that's, that's like, that's going to be the next few months. And you know, the nice thing is I live in this like, little little tiny house and I was a freelancer for for a couple years so I'm like really really good at being broke like (laughs) you'll never find anybody that's better being broke um and um I talked to um uh Nick Mink do you know him he's the owner of Mm -hmm. Sika Salmon Shares you know what that business is Zach you know what that business is Mm -hmm. um but it's a it's a direct order um he works with small fisheries like family-owned fisheries to direct send like all this fish that's like flash frozen on the boat and they put all this care and it's in a you know protected um wildlife sanctuary anyway um he was like he was giving me some business advice and i was like you know i was you know freelancing i'm used to being poor and he was like yeah i started this business out of grad school i was awesome at being broke like i was already someone's shitty roommate in my 30s like i was already pretty embarrassed about my station in life so like throw a fucking on the pile with the other stuff and i was like yeah dude like yeah let's do it (laughs) that's what you're doing dyke yeah on the pile oh my whole life has been the pile i I never i never strayed from the pile Keep going Ex- on except there. when I laugh in the face of COVID. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and, I, we'll you, never forget that article. They wrote an article about me. Oh, you worked it in. It's your new camp monthly. story, isn't it? Like, I don't know if you read the article about myself that was about this podcast that I'm doing alone. It was a good article. It was an indie monthly. It was yeah. like it's badass, dude. No, it was, but it sure was. It, it kind of made it look like it was. Yeah. It was like the very first line was like. He's like, Dyke, Dyke Michaels is laughing in the face of COVID. And I was like, yeah. dude, people's grandparents are dead. I don't think. And yeah. it's a picture of me, like, smiling with a glass of whiskey. I was just like, yeah. you made me look like Scrooge McDuck here. I think, just for the record, I lose money on this podcast so well, far. I thought okay. that was the thing. It's like, I was, like, concerned because Zach and I are also part of the show for anybody that's ever listened to it. But I was like, man, it's kind of weird that we weren't involved. And then the second paragraph starts with monetizing suffering. I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's cool that the people didn't take pictures of us because I don't want to be involved in that at all. Zach Michael swims bad, but swims through your tears. It's <laughs> <laughs> laughing, holding a beverage of that over the mixer he doesn't understand. <laughs> that is true. I don't, I don't know how to work You didn't know any that. of those buttons work. Like, it's cool if this liquid's over it, right, guys? Like, we don't work here, Dyke. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> laugh, laugh at our equipment and people suffering. What won't Dyke laugh at? <laughs> For five dollars, you can sponsor this starving child. Yeah. For six dollars, we'll fly Dyke Michaels there to laugh in his face. Just, just pouring alcohol out on starving children. You can just wear your, uh, you can wear like a smoking jacket and yeah. silk slippers. Um. So today was a very special day because today was Meat Cake Day. Yeah. Um. Meat Cake Wars. Unfortunately, Bridget had to uh, step out. Bridget had to. Oh. Give me okay six minutes. What did you? No, no, no. Hold on. This is for people that are listening. Zach, you went into a pretty what is going to be a pretty large part of the show. I, yeah. I would have started the show with yeah. the fact that we made three multiple pound 
uh, layered meat cakes. That's but you decided to end it that way. Yeah. yeah. And then and then so clearly we've been talking for a while. I know time flies and you're having fun, but he got to the end of what is definitely almost half an hour and about to start a new segment and was shocked that Zach told him, Hey guys, it was uh... only six minutes left of the thirty minute yeah. segment. Have you ever seen time have you ever been involved in time before? Well, I and was... then he got mad. He's I... like fucker. Oh I like at six minutes. I was gonna... He's the asshole. No look. Is this a setup? No, first I was gonna make I up. So. Uh, first I was gonna make up something inappropriate that Bridget had to go do. When she was coming back. Yeah, that and felt I, I couldn't improv quick enough. It didn't seem like it. So yeah, then, you know what? So the only ruin that is so the fact that I was gonna go was. in on Zach for a second. That was gonna buy me a couple more seconds to come up with the improv. Yeah. But then you did your thing, and you yeah. know that that is. I jumped. I <laughs> jumped up. Well, clearly the Bridget thing wasn't working out, and I don't know how good the Zach was gonna go. But it seemed like your only comeback was oh six minutes, eh? Sick burn, Dad. So yeah, I tried to help you out. I'm the asshole. Uh, well, I think what we what we do in Radio Lane is called a tease. Chris. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna tease the meat cakes. Oh yeah, and then we're gonna come back. Wow, there's a lot of really quality sound bites going on in this episode. Just great radio, <laughs> all the way around the horn. Uh, I don't know if you heard this about me, Sarah, but I'm laughing in the face of COVID and yeah. living the high life. I'm real well with it. Uh, all right, well, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back with the meat cake challenge. 2021. Salt the bottom. Oh. Mix that drink together very well. Uh, it's not, it, that one doesn't have any. Oh, yeah, that one's not hot. It's not hot. No heat in that one. Oh. I did for Sarah's. I don't know if you like that one better, but I mixed, I did half of the scorpion and then half of the oh, other one. It, it, it was great. Yeah. I thought that was really good. It's got to be. I kind of want to talk about my show, but I also kind of want... Are you doing things with bars? Yes. Have you done that? Yeah. I so, didn't know if it was harder because of COVID. Um, I, um... Hang on. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just records this anyway, so it's not... It seems like it's just talking in. He doesn't tell us at all. He's... <laughs> He's terrible. And I, I mean, I know that you, I say it I'm like, well, that's mean to say. He's fine with being terrible. He likes it. He likes being terrible. He knows. He understands how to fade in. And he knows he's capable of doing it so we can talk amongst ourselves and the music's playing, he doesn't pick that up. He chooses not to do it, so I don't so care. He makes a goddamn good mustard, so... <laughs> he does. He does. That's a thing. He's not, I guess that's what... Is that why you're bad at this? Because you don't want your producing skills to surpass your sauce skills? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. <laughs> We're with our guest, Sarah Muriel. Um, we did... Uh, what were you guys talking about, being in bars? Well, so I was talking about... Because I've used... At least two of the honeys that Sarah brought, I've used them in these cocktails. And I just, again, um, and I, I've said this, it's definitely not just because you're here, but I've said this before, that stuff is cheating. Yeah. And it's definitely something that food-wise, there's an obvious market for that. But bar-wise, I don't know if it's as obvious. But I, I would absolutely, any bar should have that yeah. in the back because there's just a lot you can do with it. And then I was asking if you'd been in conversations with bars about things like that. Uh, I do have it at, um, obviously, God, the lovely women who own Just Pop In. Um, I put it on their menu as, nice. as a part of their winter menu. Um, uh, Tinker is, um, I'm, I'm going to bring some of this other stuff over to them to talk about, like, lattes. And I think... Or coffee! I think... Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, Jess and Mitchell are going to do an exclusive release at Rabble, so oh. that'll be at Rabble for That's the awesome. first week before it goes online. That's a huge, just and just in the first hour, and then here the that's a huge rollout yeah. for that. That's amazing. Is that 
there's no what how are you feeling when that rollout happened were you like i'm gonna make this out of all the ingredients that are literally in my backyard and it's probably gonna be as big as it is i no mean idea. was that yeah no it's been incredible that has to be great it it's i exactly i'm literally <laughs> speechless so, <laughs> yeah, no yeah. when was like your we're gonna need a bigger boat display like moment. like the so i i put it out on my birthday uh september 25th and um, I was supposed to start my full-time job like the Monday after. Um, and I put it online and I sold like between that and um, uh, Black Circle Market, which if you haven't been to Black Circle Market, that's a badass place to meet yeah. people who are like, I mean, right at that, like not even the first tier of growth, like who are like really independent producers. Um, Black Circle Market for sure. First time, first of every month, um, first Sunday of every month or maybe last Sunday. Look online. You guys have the internet. Yeah. Um, and uh, it sold like it sold like a hundred bottles in its first weekend, like in two days. Wow. Um, and yeah, well, for sure. And how many did you make? How many bottles did you make? One hundred and twenty. That's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> that's like that's. Have you ever sold that many of your bottles, Zach? Not that it's a competition, but it super is. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in my. First okay, cool, weekend. cool. Okay, so so far already beating Zach out of the gate. <laughs> Better than Zach. That's important. Yeah. Better than Zach is like is we use that lemon test a lot. It's it's weird. We never very rarely is it Zach is better than you. Yeah. Someday though. Someday. Yeah. Okay. So better than Zach. Go. <laughs> Smells better than the farting dog. That one goes to Zach. Goes to, oh, yeah. You get that, Zach. You do smell better than the dog who farts in silence and sits under the table. And the guest doesn't know the dog's there. Maybe the fat guys who just ate three pounds of meat a piece are farting. Maybe that's what it is. Thanks a lot, Cody. You've only fucked us. <laughs> For people listening, they have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> then the dog that constantly they just did the I, dog you bring up the dog farts uh, often is, enough I think people know I feel like that makes it like it's I'm covering up my own farts like I bet it's the dog <laughs> I don't even have a dog <laughs> <laughs> you guys have uncovered the utility of giving your dog a human name yeah. God fucking Cody's farting in here man. yeah that's uh, no that's that's it's just impressive and just to see it everywhere it's got to be crazy but. Are we moving on to meat cakes? That was your segue. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, we should, do we have a, any hype sounds over there on that soundboard? What we got? <laughs> it's a real morning zoo situation. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's good. Greta. Thank you, Greta. I'm sorry. That was amazing. I couldn't have planned a better couple buttons to push. When did we have that Greta Thurber thing? I apologize for climate change. Um <laughs> Uh, so that should come up a lot. You guys, what would your what would your morning zoo name be? Like <laughs> Mango and the Dildo? Or uh, something? <laughs> I mean, I think Dyke just stays Dyke. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's Dyke, Dyke and his generals. Chris has to be like Chris has to be like the Wolfman or something. <laughs> Wolfman and Dyke. <laughs> we definitely did. We take the slide whistle off. How do we just? Oh, that's the theme song to the Drunk Dial podcast. <laughs> he just has it on a button? I guess. Why don't you do things like I that, Zach? I did that. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's also He's the producer for that other Oh, that's right. You produce multiple shows, I forget. You're very talented. Hey, in this conversation, Zach's winning. He's better than <laughs> <laughs> You are not better than Zach. <laughs> All right. Uh, meat Cake Challenge. Meat Cake Challenge. So yeah. as you know, or may so not know. So meaty. Sorry, I just want to throw <laughs> that out. That would be good. Great. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Can, can we get a drop of that? <laughs> can you? Did you magically record that and then make it a button already? <laughs> God, you suck. Not better than Zach. Down again. So Bridger Haran uh, ran her mouth about making the best meat cake in town, to which I took umbrage with. Did you? No, I just wanted in. 
You just wanted it on our <laughs> yeah. on our. So Bridget and I had beef, if you will. Right. I see what I did there. And then, oh, nice. uh, You're um, than that. Yeah, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I challenged one of the best uh, uh, pastry chefs yeah. in the city, uh, which I feel like I've got a, a a lot of meat street cred, street mm-hmm. meat cred. Yeah, you got a lot of street meat. It's a lot of street meat. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? So meat, <laughs> meat and pastry going head to head, and then and then yeah. and then the sauce boss of Indianapolis. Yeah, throws in the ring. So the dark it's a, horse. So it's a three way dance between these three monsters. Three meat way, three way meat dance. <laughs> three a three way meat dance, and uh, I think I think the only stipulations on it was supposed to be a meat cake, which was kind of interpret that how you want to. It just has to be a cake made out of meat, not meat made out of cake. Because some people asked me if that's what we were doing, I was like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> um, anyway. I don't great. want to dwell too long on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's stupid. <laughs> you showed them. Well, that's you just, showed them. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiots. You showed those guys. So we had we had three we had three entries. This is the first time we're doing it, so we're kind of yeah. figuring out here. But basically, each person gets one vote. Um, the people that made the cakes are not allowed to vote for themselves. Yeah. Um, and we have our guest Sarah is going to be one of the judges. Chris King is going to be a partial judge, yeah. and then I believe Thaddeus, who's in the green room there somewhere, coming in. On so, way. first things first, we I guess we have to do a description of these cakes. Bridget sent me a three-page description. Yeah, I, let me do that because I'm not you saying I'm not saying a bunch of stuff that she wrote. I'll tell you that. Well, what, what we could let Sarah read it. How about that? Yeah. Oh, like that. Okay. That. Yeah, we don't know how to read. <clears throat> I'm gonna do. I think of Bridget as being extremely elegant, so I'm gonna read it in what I interpret her character as. <laughs> Italian roast as a meatloaf, balsamic shallots, garlic, kale. Ground sirloin, ground pancetta, ground chuck with horseradish, and red mm, red skin mashed potato filling, and a white cheddar and herb mashed potato exterior. Layered beef wellington with homemade puff pastry exterior and lattice work. Layers of filet, duxelle, prosciutto, batch number two, whole grain French mustard pancetta. Carrot roses, seasoned arugula, and beef mushroom gravy. Did she drop any of that, or was that all just the stuff that she didn't drop? Because as <laughs> as Sarah was reading that, all I could think of is she was talking elegant like, like that, slowly dropping a whole layer of her cake. Because everybody listening, Bridget did drop an entire layer of her cake. <laughs> I couldn't even tell. I couldn't even tell what she brought. I don't know what. There was what, no what reason for dropped. more. And she dropped the biggest portion, and that's what she get, what she came with. I wouldn't have told it, anybody. I wouldn't have. <laughs> I there was no way we would have known. Yeah. We would never have known. She had an entire, uh, I mean, an entire, uh, well, whatever Sarah read that that <laughs> like an entire meat. She opened up one of the the a middle layer. piece, a, a layer, layer, an entire layer of just um, beef Wellington. That was yeah. the second layer, yeah. and she dropped more. There was more on top of that. And 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 it, will you describe the structure of the beef Wellington? Because it was a it was a it was a format buster. Yeah, because it was you didn't know the beef Wellington was going on in there, and so when she cut it open. It wasn't just the big, large piece of beef Wellington. I know people listening can't see my hands, but it was pieces <laughs> of beef Wellington. And when you cut it open, it looked amazing. Yeah, it looked beautiful. Like if yeah. you had individually seared off steaks, yes. stacked them up, and then put the yeah, which she may have done. Yeah, and then but it doesn't matter because she dropped some of it, <laughs> and not I deducted the, points. Not the beef Wellington. Not the God. beef Wellington. No, she dropped a mystery half that I don't know about. That that meatloaf element was just. Yeah, I I could tweak my nipples to that all day. Oh my god! I, th- I think the highlight of the meatloaf was definitely when Dyke thought it was stuffing. 
<laughs> when Dyke said, what kind of stuffing was, is this? It was pretty good stuffing. Like, I don't know what ever. kind of stuffing you've had, but the answer that Bridget gave him was meatloaf. The stuffing is meatloaf. You dumb, you jackass. <laughs> I just, I, now I have an image of Dyke on a bad day with like a mixing bowl full of like, you know when you when you try to brown too much beef at one time and it's just gray? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, wet and yeah. gray, with just like a big wet bowl of gray ground beef. Just like, I love mom's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Just eating a bowl of meat like, I call this stuffing. Like, that's just, that's meatloaf. Well, and I will say this. She did incorporate both the batch number two. Yeah. And the hot honey yep. into, into what hers. What a sucker. What a fucking sucker. <laughs> That's all I read. That's all I heard as you were going off. What mm-hmm. a sucker. Well, we'll see how that does with our judges. Uh, <laughs> so de- definitely negative points for me. Um, <laughs> negative points? You're in I, the car. Okay. I will say, what are some of the underrated things on there? The horseradish mashed potato oh icing on there, yeah, that that was better than mine. But it, had, it was it was more than one mashed potato element, which was really amazing because you got the blend of them together, like ooh yeah. ooh cheese, and then ooh ooh uh, a little horseradish in there. Now yeah. you can of course, and also if you guys are listening to this and you're not following us on Instagram, get your life together. I don't know what you're doing because you wrong. can see all of these wonderful things. It's not going to make sense really unless you're looking at the photo Correct. of them. Well, we'll be dropping different photos uh, every day this week. So definitely go and check it out. And we'll probably, we're going to pick a winner here, but maybe yeah. we'll let the... let the uh, Say and spell the handle. What's that? Say and spell the handle on Instagram. Say and spell the handle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. the one, more, one more time. I really wish you had video because I've never... That level of confusion. You're not she picking that up. She just put a curse on it? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. was funny watching you sound it out and figure it out for yourself. Dyke had that look on your face when you say, like, assalamu alaikum to someone from Kentucky, and they're like, get out of my town. I feel like I was in the part of Sesame Street where they're, like, both sounding out the S's, but it's, like, really happening in real life. Like, Sesame Street would be weird if it were real. That's what we just saw. At Harder Brunch. uh, You know where we're at. At Harder Brunch on all things. Okay. Great. Great. <laughs> Nothing if not the king of marketing. Look at that. Um, Add a thing you already know. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, meat, cakes, and potatoes. Um, uh, I'll toss this up to you guys. Any other comments about yeah. Bridget's cake? Okay. So the presentation, insane. The lattice work, amazing. Yeah. Uh, she had lattice that she even used. That bacon lattice. She just... Just put, just, yeah. She came here. She goes, "Do you want to use this on your cake?" I was like, "No, not she the parts that you dropped on the floor." Yeah, literally che- leftover <laughs> decoration. Yeah, a um, lot of it. Uh, Bridget's, you know, classically trained, and it was all there, right? Like the texture of the potatoes was perfect. Like all the elements individually perfect together, they were really, really, really good. Um, the only thing I didn't like is I thought there was just like a little too much mustard on some of the Wellington bits, but wow. like that's like you my, hear that, Zach? That's my fucked only, up. Sorry. my only. It's right in your face. Just too Sorry. much. You know it what was, the thing no, is? It was delicious. Too much mustard. You can always have too much batch number two. Isn't that your tagline? That's the tagline. <laughs> you can always have too much. It's not supposed to taste good. <laughs> batch number two. Don't. <laughs> can I can I brag on Zach's? I really like the format of this one. Because it was like a huge, like platter size crab cake, and that yeah. was killer. Yeah. So moving to Zach's, Zach's, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. So a little, a little bit of crispy thing you just ate because I don't know what was going on there, other than the biggest crab cake I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> in yeah. my dreams. I made a giant crab cake. Uh, 
I put uh, remoulade as the icing yeah. on it, and That's then great. I had a seared tenderloin uh, that I uh, iced with horseradish cream cheese, and then I took the rest of the tenderloin and did beef tartare, and then I had some uh, sh- uh, butter poached shrimp as well as uh, cured salmon that I made into little roses. Little roses. Yeah. Then I took the butter from the poached shrimp, made a hollandaise, and put it over the tartare. Jesus yeah, which Christ. The, the, the presentation was so beautiful. You had like a you had kind of a round motif going, like yeah. a circular motif, <laughs> uh, which was really cool. And then they had like the cool, like, that's my favorite, you know, like like restaurant theater, when they're like, I'm going to light this sauce on fire and pour it on your plate. <laughs> like, and you're like, yes, this is what I paid $25 for. I it like people yelling, ha, ta, 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 when I'm eating pounds of meat. Like, but he just kept saying it when he was pouring, which was fine. But then when we were serving it, like, ha, ta, 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 like, look, dude, just put it on my goddamn plate. Stop saying that. Stop saying it. I like the fact that you just brought it out like a plain circular cake. He did that. And everyone yeah. just looked at you like you were an asshole. And they were like, do you see what else is going yeah. on here? Do you yeah. see what Bridget has in the middle of this table? Yeah, Bridget and then you made- just started adding components to it. They were like, oh. Well, that was the thing. It was almost like Zach like flipped you off at first because yeah. you guys you were in there putting like Scotch egg roses on your on your meat monster. Mine's and then, just oh, cornbread. Gosh. And then yeah, he pulled it off. It was just corn cornbread off to the corner of his pan. Like, thanks for not bringing the game, Zach. Wow, he's like, I'll I'll play too. Uh, here's a cake. Like it's all it's all crab, you dick. But then he just kept putting more round things. That's such a Zach move. And I'll say, I'll say that I, I said this earlier, but uh, it bears repeating that I would never in a million years thought to bring seafood to a meat fight. Yeah. So I, I, and to execute, those are also like all my favorite like seafood stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like I love the crab and the, the scrimps. Zach, talk about the multiple kinds of crab that you that you use, so you get like a texture situation in there. Yeah, so I used two different. I used like the the jumbo lump and then just like the regular lump crab. So you make the crab cake mix with the the regular lump, and then when it's all like you want it, you lightly toss in the jumbo lumps yeah. at the end, so you get the big pieces of crab. Don't beat up the nice lumps. Yeah, Everybody don't, knows. Don't beat up the lumps. It was crazy because the crab cake piece, I don't think, was supposed to be the star of that show. But, like, it was hard. It was hard because there were so many things on top of it. And then you're just like, oh, all the, also, the thing that I thought was a plate is also delicious. <laughs> like, I thought that was just, like, a centerpiece they put it on. Like, get this stuffing away. Oh, it's all crab. It's just a bunch of crab. Like, that, but if you didn't put start pouring circular other meats on it and a mushroom that I'd never seen before, I think it still would have been impressive. But you just kept putting things on there. And then there was the... The, you also did the tartare on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what was the dry edge? I didn't get the dry dry aged beef. Well, so it looked the, like a big piece of brie at the, first. The the dry aged beef, it was a piece of tenderloin. I cut it in half. I seared, Oh, that's the tenderloin. Yeah, okay. I seared half of it and then uh, iced that with the, the horseradish cream. And then I took the other half and chopped it up and made the tartare out of yeah, it. Yeah, it did look like you just had a hunk of cream cheese. and like, well, yeah. that's cute. And so then did I. Inside. Yeah. I thought it was a loaf of, like, goat cheese. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was like a cheese ball on top of a... And then you cut it, and I was like, son of a bitch! I want that payoff with all surprises in my life. Everything is like... that. Guess what's also me? That's exactly what he did. That's what happened. And then I think the most impressive thing was just a service industry hack that I've somehow never learned was that you put hollandaise sauce in the in the coffee pot 
And that was great. And then it's just so cool to have a coffee pot full of hollandaise sauce. <laughs> Good yeah, you know, that didn't mean that didn't mean that you needed to pour yourself a whole cup of it and drink it like a beverage, but he did. If you do that in a restaurant, the service staff gets really mad if you don't tell them and then just you know, slide it in their dish machine. <laughs> hey, uh, it is Valentine's weekend. Can I hire one of those again just for home use? Just Carafe that, of holiday, holidays? Like, Rent a hollandaise. <laughs> <laughs> I just come around and pour it on you know, something. The, you know the W Hotel. If you go there, you can ask for the lovers package, and they'll oh, cover, yeah. they'll come upstairs and cover your bed in a plastic tarp and leave like a bunch of like stuff to put in your crevices and blah, 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 out of each other. It's that, but you should wow. do it like body hollandaise. In the crevices, Zach. I don't Human know if you Benedict. caught that part. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm, oh. st- I'm, I'm still stuck on the, the W Hotel comes and Dexter's your yeah, bed up for you. It's the Dexter package. <laughs> I know. I love that you started with it. Like, it's this really romantic thing. Like, they put roses and a plastic card and things for your crevices. Like, what the fuck? That is going downhill. Like, things to put in your holes. The W Hotel. Listen, I don't. I don't know about you guys i don't need any food reward like a terrier to like put tongue to asshole but like i understand the necessity it could be fun yeah i guess she doesn't know if we put terrier to asshole i thought that was a given but apparently it's not something you know about everybody uh and then what are we talking about and then cakes yeah meat meat cakes. cakes. that's right um, yours, yours. And then my meat cake, which uh, I think we decided was called Mama Monster after <laughs> yeah. the great Lady Gaga. Uh, designed it out for her. I forget what she wore that to. What, do you remember what she wore that to? And the meat dress? It was yeah. to the MTV uh, Video yeah, Awards? Yeah, yeah. Video Awards? I only remember it from the um, uh, Diane Word video yeah. that they did <laughs> with her. I always remember. That's why I always remember that dress. Uh, but yeah, so... The bottom layer, uh, mine was a two-layer cake. The bottom layer was a uh, breakfast bundt cake with all the breakfast meats, uh, smoking goose sausage, smoking goose bacon. I had a really nice sharp cheddar cheese, scramby egg, and then it's encased in, <laughs> and then it's encased in the uh, in the hash brown bundt cake. Yeah, which is only the second time I've ever made a bundt cake in my life, and. Would you consider that a bunt cake, though? I mean, I guess it was. It was a bunt. If it comes in a bunt pan, it is yeah. a bunt. That's it. Okay. That's it. It's from the bunt region of France. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's just sparkling cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You had that fucking shit in your back pocket all day. All day. Look how happy you are to get that out. Sparkling bunt. That's great. Um, and then on top. So I had a couple different ideas, and what ended up happening was I ended up with a, let me see if I say this right, uh, pork loin wrapped lamb loin. Yeah. There's got to be a better way to say that. No, I think he did it. Pork wrapped lamb? Yeah. Loin. Loins was, on a loin? It was no, a, loins on loins. You don't need to say loin twice, though, right? Loins no. on loins on loins. Loins. <laughs> At the W Hotel. <laughs> loins on loins on loins at the W. Shoving it in your holes. That's the commercial. That W. <laughs> Maybe we can help them with the Valentine's Day package. And I'm at a wheelbarrow full of meat. <laughs> These are for your holes. Don't worry, we put plastic on the bed. It's romantic. <laughs> Enjoy uh, your yeast infection. <laughs> uh, 
Don't touch the generals with all that hot sauce. <laughs> bad Valentine's Day. So the top layer was the loin wrapped loin. And then I knew, I felt like somebody was going to do the mashed potato icing. So I feel like I had to like, and also I was like, I'm not going to compete with Bridget in icing anything competition. Yeah. So I did my icing, but then I just covered it with prosciutto, <laughs> which I felt like made it look nice and yeah. covered up my shitty icing job. It looked like wood grain. Yeah. yeah it was it like did. a fine study. That was yeah, nice, yeah. Well, that's why I like the term rustic, because rustic just means <laughs> yeah. kind of shitty, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a station wagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you, you were the, it was the station wagon of like, meat cakes. I've been described as like a rustic boyfriend before, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, my boyfriend, he's kind of rustic. <laughs> Smells of wet wood. Uh, <laughs> some earthy undertones. Uh, and then, yeah, and then there was just a, a bunch of... So I've, my original idea was to have these meat flowers kind of sticking out all over, but they didn't yeah. really they didn't really work with the long stems. So we did the little short buds, but we did uh, it, the, all the favorites from Harder Brunch. The scotch eggs. Yeah. I did some uh, smoking goose bacon wrap poppers. Um... What else is in there? Meatza balls. Yeah. I always forget something. It was like, what if TGI Friday's appetizers had <laughs> to puke? <laughs> no, yeah, it was it was definitely ancient Rome TGI Friday. <laughs> yes, it was. That's exactly what it was. A cake made of appetizers. <laughs> I like that it would just it you looks like they put the sampler platter and you just poured it over your meat cake. It was just sprinkled throughout. Like there was an entire sports bar first of app full of appetizers sprinkled on top of your Lady Gaga potato t- topper. Oh, it was then, delicious. And then I did the the so the potato the tartar potato. I was really proud of this, but it was supposed to be on a stick and make like a beautiful rose. Yeah. But There's was, no way that a stick could hold those potatoes up. Is that what no. you were planning? There's no, no I, way. I found that out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I didn't, I'm not an engineer, okay? No. I didn't know. <laughs> Look at this shit work. I, think that, I didn't realize that, that makes sense because they did look like, first of all, I think that it's... It makes sense now that you thought those potatoes looked like roses? I thought they were little cacti. They look like little aliens. Yeah. Like, they look like the movie Aliens, where the face things are about to come out. <laughs> yeah, the face And like, oh, you gotta get them first. And I did. But that's what it looked like. I'm like, well, that's weird. And then I thought, well, he's got so much time to go, he's gonna cook the meat in those potatoes. And then it just went out that way. I'm like, well, I hope he, hope he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Although it didn't stop me from eating. I ate him first. Like, I was just like, no, ah, what are you gonna do? Me too. We're that's all gonna die someday. Ate. So, also the original idea. I always have to tell people like well, it was supposed to be real good, but here's what you got. Yeah, that's always nice. But you give gifts like my entire family. I'm like <laughs> what I was gonna do. <laughs> the original idea was supposed to be a little quail egg on top uh, of the tartar, but of each of the tartars. Each of them. Yeah, there was only like four. Okay. It, but anyway, uh, just just a raw quail egg. Like I wasn't gonna do anything. It was just gonna be. On there, but I couldn't find the I couldn't source the quail eggs, yeah. so I had some cured eggs. It's yeah, always sriracha. Sriracha. You know. sriracha has quail eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of it's like do. by the thirty six. It's I a did, magical I, place. You can get balut at yes, saga, yes, Saraga. Yes, I don't even know what that can is. Can you really? Oh yeah, balut. it's uh, it's a, a duck uh, embryo in an egg that you cook and then you yeah, eat you it. Yeah, just look at the duck eggs, duck with or without duck. Yeah, that's, that's, you, duck, that's your next level. That's your next form. I don't know. Duck embryo. <laughs> you know what you say, you no, just, no, no, no. You won't be a duck embryo. But, like, there's duck egg. First of all, there's no duck egg on anything today. Mm. But Dyke usually has a duck egg on something. I'm familiar. A duck embryo. That's the next level, I yeah. think. Um, I don't know. You know, it, the only way I could probably eat it is it was covered in your hot sauce, you know? Done. I feel like every time I've seen people eat that, I'm like... Got to put a lot of hot sauce on that. A little marketing campaign going on. 
What? Even good on duck embryo. What is a duck embryo? Can you bring a picture? So it's I mean, some of the bones. It's stuff. bones. And you gotta bring a, a Oh, it's like that soup that you made one time. It's a soup with bones in it. That's so, delicious. So literally, you pop. You the way you do it is you like tap the top of the egg, and then you pop like the top, and there's like liquid because it's cooked. Yeah. That's like soup. I mean, it's it's stock at that point. So you're supposed to sip the soup off the top, and then you like peel the egg down and like eat it. Have you it's had like, it? No. So I have. I haven't had that, but I have had. Um, there you go. I've had thousand year eggs. Um, that's what it looks the like. Chinese thousand year eggs. That's that's balut. Yeah. Wow. It's, well, I mean, it looks so. You it looks like the duck. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah it's a, there's no question about what you're eating. Like wow. if it was the embryo of the duck. Imagine that. Yeah. Wow. That is. Will you, Zach, will you pull up a, a thousand year egg? The preserved Chinese thousand year eggs. Um, I have. And what we're looking at, just for the people that are listening, it's it looks like just it's a baby duck, like that just right before go. it was born. It looks. I've like. eaten that. Yeah, those are really weird. Yeah. They taste like cheese. Yeah, they're not terrible. Like, mm-hmm. they look really bizarre. They look disgusting. They taste yeah. like Parmesan cheese. The yolk is a bit off-putting. Yes. The, the gray <laughs> and they look, it's just green and slimy and, and gro- black. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, the white turns like obsidian black. Is it uh, duck, too? Is that? No, I, don't, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. And then what do they do to make it like I that? I think they, they bury, bury it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For okay. a thousand years. For a thousand years? Yeah. Uh, for, I don't wow. know how long. That would be expensive. <laughs> that would be more. Like, that's what a honor to eat that. What an honor. <laughs> um, I need that old egg. Good for you. Okay, so how do we want to go about the... Do we want to like state our case for why we're voting? I, I have... I have. It's already crystallized in my mind. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. So flavor overall, I'm giving it to Bridget. However, flavor overall, right? Okay. But there are many ways to judge the goodness of a thing. Zach's, I would be much more likely to serve to like people I wanted to impress, like a large group of like in-laws... Yeah, because uh, it looks fancy. It tastes fucking awesome, and it's like all fancy food in this like really impressive like thing. But Dyke, I would make be most likely to make like once a month, like that. Mm-hmm. Especially the especially like the wow. bunt, like the bunt with the yeah. I thought yeah. it was fun. It was so delicious and like it was right. comforting. It was one of the first things that I ate too, and I was like, I would fuck this up on like a hunting weekend or like you know what I mean. Like if I was at a cabin, like. Yeah. Making that and bringing it and then popping it in the oven and having this like beautiful it like the presentation's really pretty even though like the ingredients are really simple. Everybody killed it by the way. It was all just yeah, like yeah, really yeah. really good. It's tough, yeah. Yeah. Um Bridget's took an insane amount of time that I do not have time for in this <laughs> life or the next or the one after, which is why I wouldn't end up making it. I would like someone to make it for me on a cruise ship once in my life and then <laughs> never eat it again. <laughs> but but Zach, I would eat yours like like these are the two that I would eat like as like a thing that I would either make for other people or like, do you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's, that was really good group service food. Yeah. Just two different categories. What was your vote for best? Then you have to pick one. I like what you, tr- you tried to dodge that. Yeah, I did. I well really played. did. Thank you. You have to pick some. Um, so overall I'm taking Zach's okay. because I like the look. I like that I could recreate it like feasibly. Um, and it had all of my favorite things, and it didn't look too busy, which, like, I hate when things are messy or busy or too tall, and you know that as soon as you sink a knife into it, it's all just going to, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hate that shit. I hate those burgers that they serve you that you have to unhinge your jaw like a python and get yeah, in there. I hate that. Don't yeah. do that. I hate that. I don't like any burger that's a mess. I yeah, don't like Anytime it falls out, like, fuck yes, it, I'm not eating it. Any thing. messy, like, remember that thing that went viral a few years ago where they just took a boat of cheese and poured it over the top bun, and it, like... I, I wanted like to that. zip my skin off and jump out a window. <laughs> I don't like a mess. I don't like a burger. It shouldn't yeah. be a mess. I like the, and that's why I like that the flat burgers are coming in because those yes. are never a mess. I like it yeah. to be like that. Yeah. So overall, <laughs> something that I would make, something that I would eat 
often something that I thought the presentation would put of. I, I thought, Zach, you nailed it. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> and then also we need to add that uh, before Bridget left, she did not spend as much time explaining her answer. She just immediately said, Zach won. That's what she said. <laughs> and she, it, it, of note, you can't vote for yourself. So yeah. Bridget not being able to vote for herself, her immediate second place in her mind was Zach. Yeah, did not just. I, I, but I, I think she would have as quickly said just anything but Dyke. Yeah, yeah. I just. So. I think I want to make it clear that there's no way in the world yeah. that Dyke had a chance to win in Bridges' mind. Yeah. I just think that that's she can't. She's not she here would to be say like, that. Also, Cody's farts rank above <laughs> whatever Dyke means. If I could, if I could, if Cody's farts could be included, just so I could say, it, I'd rather have a Cody fart than whatever that thing that Dyke made. That's what she said, basically. But she's not here. She's not here. So I'll go next. I did it a little bit differently. I went through uh, ten. I gave everybody. There's basically a it's a one through ten. You, you, wait, wait, wait. Are you are you you all started off with an A plus? Yeah, that's what I did. And then I deducted. That's right. And then I deducted points. That's absolutely right. You just so, said mean professor on everybody. Yeah, that's fine. I, whatever. Yeah. So everybody started with ten, and then I deducted points based on things that happened. So for instance. Bridget would have gotten a 10 probably in presentation had her roll cake made it. But two things happened. One, she told us about it, which she shouldn't have. Never. And then two, she texted us again where it's a, there's never a week that goes by that Bridget doesn't have at least a calamity that happens. Yeah. So it was just this calamity happened to affect me. So I, instead of 10 points for presentation, she only got six. Oh, Oh, brutal. Big hit, big hit. For taste, (laughs) taste, everything was fine, except that Bridget had to go heat it up. Oh, yeah. So she did. she did. Why is that a score against her? Yeah, burn. Listen, man, it's a hard thing, all right? Because if I went by everybody's 100%, yeah. then it's going to be really hard. This is easy okay. because Bridget played herself. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, oh, I was going to send it out this way, but I'm going to put it in the microwave first. Like, okay, another thing. I know from restaurant, you don't t- you don't tell people your microwave anything. It's called a cue, honey. Figure it out. <laughs> so she didn't tell us she was queuing, and she said, I got to microwave your cake real fast. They don't come out like, well, that's two points, Bridget. I didn't tell her that. And then creativity, I gave her a nine. I just took away a point because I didn't like the whole microwaving and dropping thing. <laughs> So she, got, she got carryover points from the other categories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, still shitty about that. Wow. So this would be a perfect category. I'm still but pissed off. I'm still pissed off about I'm still something pissed off that in happened. the first one. I, like I didn't how, like getting at that part. Of, yeah. I didn't like being part of the calamity of Bridges' life. I like so. how transparently unfair you are. Yeah. <laughs> so for Zach, uh, he did start out with ten, and I think if he came out with uh, ten with his thing as it ended, yeah. I would have given him a ten. But instead, he did what Zach always did, and he started fucking with us. He's like, "Oh, I've, I got a pan." On top of a pan, and my pan's off center, so maybe I gave up on it. Just like he did that one time when we did Christmas presents, and I was in seven boxes. I took away points for the seven boxes. <laughs> Not even for your presentation. I didn't like how you wrapped my gift. I took away two points, you son of a bitch. I don't forget. Uh, for taste, I gave Zach a nine. It would have been a ten, but I was too stuffed from everything, and I didn't try the shrimp. I if, you didn't try a thing. Yeah, that lost so a point. I, got, I lost. Points. I didn't try the shrimp, so I have to assume that the shrimp is terrible. That loses a point. <laughs> and I wasn't coerced into eating it. I wasn't. I didn't feel the need to do it. Somehow my body wasn't like, "You need to try that shrimp." I'm like, "I probably don't need the shrimp." To me, that means maybe it was it terrible. So you lose appeal. a point. Okay, okay. It didn't yeah. appeal to me. 
so creativity, I did give you a nine for creativity. I didn't take off a whole lot of points, but still just a little bitter about the trickery that I came in with. <laughs> if you just came in with, you know what? If you just if you had a little Suzo of honesty, maybe Zach, you would have gotten more points. Everyone was so shitty when I just brought the cake. <laughs> yeah. Out. Well, then, then he kept doing it. But the thing is, to your credit, though, instead of a bunch of people being excited that you kept like blowing our minds, we were all like super pissed. Like, go fuck yourself <laughs> when you cut up when, when you thought it was we thought it was cream cheese and it happened to be me people started flipping you off and yelling at you like any other thing that would have been celebrated like more me like oh fuck off you fucking asshole we thought that was cheese we didn't think we'd have to eat that but it's more meat you fucking dick how fucking dare you bring value to this competition you fucking asshole and then we all ate it like this is good so that's what i gave zach and then for Dyke, I gave him a nine on presentation. He would have gotten ten, but he let people have a little bit of the food before he brought it out. It was me. I took it. I stole it, but I still took away points. He shouldn't have let people have a first taste. It was a trick. I knew I was a judge, and he loses a point. Although that scotch egg was delicious. It was really good. For so taste, let me get this straight. So you came up, you said, hey, can I eat the scotch egg? And yeah. I go, I guess so. And then I lost the point for that? Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you should have let me do that. Well, you were bribing the judges. Oh, I, yeah, exactly. I, like, I'm judging, dude. And you, it was my first bite. It wasn't even... All uh, part of my master plan. It wasn't even part of like the actual competition. <laughs> like I didn't have competitive scotch egg. He gave me pre-scotch egg. Like, look, dude, you paid off a judge. You lose a point. It was delicious, though. Sure. It was good. Let's keep things uh, honest right here. <laughs> For taste, I gave it an eight, but only because he kept on opening things and they were all really different. I think, though, to what Sarah's point, too, is that if you just had that bun cake by itself, that was the thing. Yeah. Like, on any other part of brunch, if you just rolled out with that as the ending, that thing, that bun cake was fucking unbelievable. And I honestly deducted a point because I was angry <laughs> that we haven't had that. <laughs> We've had fucking... Uh, Poutine 45 <laughs> times. This guy has a fucking hash brown bunk cake in his back pocket, and he's like, let him have poutine again. Go fuck yourself, you lose a point. Eight on taste, you sneaky son of a bitch. I bet next week's, I bet, you know what I bet next week is? More scotch eggs, I bet. Scotch and then, egg. Scotch <laughs> egg poutine. Scotch <laughs> egg poutine. And then for eight, I, I only, for creativity, I gave you just an eight because it was super creative. But again, it was, I took away two points because it was uh, TGI Fridays just kind of dropped on top of your, your dick cake, which, listen, I don't know why no one said that thing wasn't a dick cake. That was a dick cake. Scotch egg balls, big, huge bacon shaft. That was a dick cake. That's why you got eight points. So was my, the bun the cock ring on it? Yes, the bun. <laughs> Duh. Sarah, you know exactly what that fucking bun ring was. You've seen a, you've seen a bun cock ring before? Heck, like you come in here. I with have your, with your At with the your, W Hotel. With your W Hotel and your orders is. You know that that's what they're putting on top of the plastic sheet at the W that you won't shut up about. It's, it's so you run and jump and you just can land boner side through. <laughs> right, a right on there. Like, I like the, the win. The W is magical because I can jump on there with a the boner and I'm still okay. Because I put my boner in the bunk cake, my sex bunk cake on my penis. So who's the winner in that? I'm not oh, Zach won. Oh, yeah, Zach won. <laughs> wow, I like how you're like Sarah had a long explanation, and uh, I feel like I just failed a college course. All right, that uh, we'll jump on like, mic here. You yeah, said I'm like, go real quick out of that. Uh, sorry. No, no, it's, no, it's cool. Um, I, I want to say this. Like I, I'm struggling with Zach's a lot because he kind of fucked me up in my in my mind. 
Like, he has this, like, I didn't know what it was. I saw the whole building process. Like, I saw it morph into, like, ooh, like, I don't know how much I'm going to have of that. To, oh, oh. To the end of it, like, everybody's, like, yelling, ah, like, our minds are exploding right now. Like, that's not cheese. And so, so it, it, it became, like, this crazy thing. And so, for like, I don't know if that's presentation or taste. So if I if I had to go for overall, um, it's gonna be you with, for the overall, right? There's three categories. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, who is you? Who is you? Zach. Zach. Okay. Zach got the overall. Zach for the overall. Like he, okay. he did the overall. Um, so uh, for presentation, it was really cool um, seeing Bridget cut that in half and seeing oh, there's a beef Wellington inside, like surprise. So that that really got my presentation. I had that bunt cake, and that taste was that taste was super good. So. I'm gonna have to go with uh, taste for Dyke, and then presentation for Bridget. Okay, who are you voting for? Oh, for Zach. Oh, Zach was overall. Okay. <laughs> well, I think at this point Zach automatically wins. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if my vote right is that how math works. So get, just to, just to too. make sure we're all caught up, uh, Sarah voted for Zach. Yep. Uh, Bridget absolutely voted for Zach. Didn't yeah. even. No one gave any points. Thad definitely voted for Zach. Um, and obviously, I had some some issue, but I also voted for Zach. So, Dyke, you go ahead. Well, no, it's, it's Zach's turn. <laughs> oh, that's right. Zach, who are you going to vote for? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Okay. Uh, no, uh, the, bunt, the bunt part was actually my favorite single item, the bunt cake. Oh, I think mine too. Good. But I, I I honestly to be that's what I'm saying, like to be completely honest, there's a good chance that that bunt cake might have been my favorite. Only because that was like a thing like to what Sarah what you said, you can have that as a brunch thing. Yeah. And if that's on a menu, if I go to a restaurant like I'm fucking getting that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah, what the an fuck is that? An entire bunt cake. That. An entire <laughs> Well, not even like I'm sure they're slicing it off, but like I don't know if I get the whole bunt cake. I don't know I'm going to try. I'm going to get it. You guys want to get a want to get a bunt cake for the table? Should we? <laughs> Should we? <laughs> like, I know you're going to have a bunt cake. Let's get back. Let's, let's be, be Bad. It might have been a bunt, but it was a home run in my book. Oh. Oh. Wow. And he's out. He's, he's out. He draws oh. out. Leave him wanting more. <laughs> I was just leaving one. He left me wanting him to not talk. But I. The, but yeah. But I think the bunt cake thing was was. Oh, he's gonna come back. No, he's about. I I think the bunt cake was definitely something I would like to see in a menu. But that's why I took away the points. It made me angry that he didn't. He knew. He knew. Zach, he could have made that at any time. Right. But wasn't I, last I not last say, week, but the week before was a retread of things we've already had. Was French again? Right. I mean, he's got a bun cake in there. Oh no, it's French is the theme for the fourth time. Like I get it. It was New Orleans. <laughs> Croque Madame. We're gonna right. we're, New Orleans will probably pop up at least for look. There's 52 of these we got to yes, do every yeah, year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. So I, I will be honest, and also we're not allowed to vote for ourselves. I was a. Um, I was automatically going to vote for Zach. <laughs> no matter what, just just like strategy-wise. Because I, I figure, I figure, okay, Bridget's going to vote for Zach. I'm going to vote for Zach. Everyone else is going to vote for Bridget. Oh. So I need to, you know, I, I'll, like, I'll, throw, I'll balance off these votes yeah. by voting for Zach. I was getting the pity vote? Like the automatic assumed pity vote? Yes, that's what I'm explaining to you. <laughs> Well, thank you. It was only cemented when you walked out with your uneven pants like this poor, this poor fuck. <laughs> this poor son yeah. of a and bitch. And then he took it off. He like, doesn't oh. even know we're having a competition. Look when, you walk, when you walked out with that circle, I was like, yep, definitely voting for this guy. 
What, what is that, a pancake dip yeah. shit? It looks like a rice cake. Like, hey guys, I like meat too. Like, he'd never... Like, did he make a cake out of mustard? Is that what happened? <laughs> I literally only know how to make sauce. Circle of mustard over there. Like, uh, that's my soup. It's number two soup. Uh, it's just a barbecue sauce and a Bolzac. No, I just, I you know, I, I knew Bridget was going to, to come hard with it. Um... I, I will I will say well, you really you I think you really surprised a lot of people <laughs> with Wait, I yeah. think you just really surprised people with your competence. Seth. I, I, it's think, just, I think we I think you surprised everybody by like being able. I, I think the I've never seen you tied your shoes and drove here all by yourself today. I've never seen somebody so. I mean, not since Trump have I seen somebody lose by such a landslide with such audacity to say like you know you know what Biden. I definitely, I feel like you need this because of how stupid you are. You need this win. Like, he lost by a landslide. He's like, you know, we all know who the true winner was, but Zach got it because he forgot what meat was. No, I uh, I, I thought it was very, I, like I said, I would never thought to do that. Uh, also, every every component in it was great. Yeah. Like, yeah. every single component in it and, and tasting it all together was great. And just when you're trying also all the other stuff, which is a lot of salty meats, it almost was a palate cleanser in yeah. some regards of just like how salty and heavy, heavy everything is. I'm still meat sweating over here. <laughs> uh, I think I'm meat delusioned. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I would. Um, nobody voted for Bridget either, huh? No, he, Bridget got my actual vote. I just oh, said yeah, that's right. something nice about yours. Oh. <laughs> I said. I said, I like yours the, has that nice thing about it. but you He know, was I, trying to trick you into voting for him. Did you see what he just did? I know, like, I know. And, and Zach, you know that no one voted for Bridget. Like, actually, Dyke, I voted for Bridget. <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be fair, too, this is like, this is like, like why I would never hit on the people who, like, got into the Abercrombie catalog, but I would wait outside the doors for the people who got rejected. You know what uh, I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, Bridget brought her A game, and it intimidates me. Oh like, my! I was very intimidated. No, that's that's yeah. the whole thing. I was like, ah, I can't make that. I can't look like a. That'd be a like hack. if a soup, if like a male supermodel walked up and he was like, "Do you want to come back to my hotel and fuck?" I'd be like, mm, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Just because I'd be like, "You can see my body." Sir. <laughs> no. You know what's funny? That's not the first time Bridget's been compared to a male supermodel. <laughs> I kid, Bridget, I kid. <laughs> I, well, that's the thing. that That's why she made it easy, because obviously Bridget was amazing. Bridget, Bridget always does a fucking phenomenal job. But that's what made it so hard. It, it would be hard if everybody was on an even keel. Like, everybody made their stuff at the same time. It was all hot. Like, it would be impossible. Luckily, a bunch of people fucked up. Like, for instance, <laughs> you came in with your trickery, which didn't... Again, surprise, surprise. Zach's a trickster. And then you came in with, like, a thing that wasn't poutine. You probably would have gotten more points yeah. if he did make something with poutine, Dyke. But then, but then Bridget, thank God, she dropped 80% of her cake because there's a good chance she could have taken it from Zach. Luckily, Zach, once again, someone lost more than you did. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's my whole thing. Just yeah. finish. Yeah. Not, well, I'll tell you what. Not the best, just not the worst. <laughs> just, the important <laughs> takeaway here today is that Bridget lost. And <laughs> the, the important is Bridget worked really hard and yeah. lost, yeah, so don't she, work too hard. You yeah. didn't get a single vote, Dyke. Um, no. <laughs> I just didn't know if you know that. I wasn't allowed to vote for myself. Yeah. Uh, I think in this case, if you want to vote for yourself, just no. so you get something, no, you can do it's, that. It's no. cool. you know, we are learning here, though, that like everyone liked your single bunt, yeah. you know, full yeah. of favorites most. And then we really, really liked Zach's 
huge single. So it's like simplify it. Everybody yeah. likes simple. Yeah. It. Yeah. But I feel like if I just would have presented that bunt cake, everyone would have just went, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think, I think that you can't. That's all you're bringing to the table. <laughs> Well, yeah, did you get that out of a Betty Crocker recipe? <laughs> well, Wait. You, I, I'm imagining a lava cake. Like, here's what I'm imagining: yeah. you take the bunt, you should have filled that fucking hole with something. That's, That's what, what she said. said. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. At the same exact time, oh, we're the worst. We're so old. <laughs> anyway, so that when you cut into it, you know, you get like a. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. That's some theater. Well, like a gravy fountain is that yeah, what you're thinking? Yeah, cake you, theater. You could have just put a bunch of you could have put all your TGI Friday puke stuff in the middle of the bunk cakes instead of that. <laughs> just like a pinata. Yeah. Is that what yeah, you yeah, want? Yeah, just a meat pinata. I would love the meat pinata rather than just rather than the, the wood grain dick that you came out with. Like, okay. hey, open up the dick. There's a bunch of groins in there. Like, I know what a dick is, sir. <laughs> Hang on, I have to make myself a note to remember to fill a pinata with scotch eggs. Yeah. So our next <laughs> challenge is going to be the harder brunch meat pinata challenge. <laughs> That is disgusting. Uh, Everything we, that we've talked about sounds like a theme in one of the W's rooms. That's what it's like. <laughs> one of the packages you one get. Packages. The only thing that changes is how many tarps you get. Oh, oh I, you picked up the meat pinata packages. That's eight tarps, sir. So this was a this has been a few months back now, but we went on we went down this whole thing about the Sybaris in general and yeah. how Zach's been to the Sybaris many times. Many really times, Zach. I, have you have you heard of my favorite name for it? No. The soak and poke. No. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> so my <laughs> God damn it, Zach. So my first is, fr- is this a couples retreat that you go on? Hmm? Is this like a do you do, have you been many times? Many times. I've been twice. Yeah, many gross. Times. Many times. In the past, yeah. That's too many. Let's talk off the air. I have some questions about that place. We all have oh, questions. Yeah. It was my favorite episode. I had so many questions. So uh my friend uh Halle, who works uh she's works for Hotel Tango. She posted something on her social media the other day, and it was a picture of the Sybaris, and it was like the, one of the rooms with the slide. Yeah. And she was like, my aunt sent this to me and was like, how fun does this look? She goes, she doesn't get it at all. And I was like, that's a cum slide. She doesn't know that's a cum slide. <laughs> no. <laughs> Zach does, though. Zach, you knew about that cum slide, didn't you? I mean, everybody knows about the cum slide. <laughs> <laughs> the goal Jeez. is you, you train all year so that your upper body can just hold yourself against the bottom oh of the slide. My God. <laughs> you got to go all in. You're there. I mean, you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yikes. W doesn't have a cum slide. There's no way they're cleaning that slide enough. It's so, chlorinated. It's chlorinated. It's fine. The first uh, winner of the uh, 2021 Harder Brunch Meat Cake Challenge. <laughs> Zach Roan. Got May- it. Maybe we'll get some sort of uh, trophy yeah. constructed. But you, you, right now, you just you have all the clout, and I just like to reiterate that Bridget has no clout. How's <laughs> uh, that professional culinary education working out for yeah. you now, Bridget? Bridget, with yeah. your no clout, she did get a single vote. Yeah. <laughs> she and she wasn't did. here. Yeah, you on your own show just to make sure we're all reminded. You Dyke on your own show. You yeah. got out, you got zero votes. Zero votes. <laughs> and you even even though you were given the opportunity, Not you refused to vote for yourself. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what we'll take away. It but felt, even he couldn't get a vote from himself. Zach it felt dirty at the end. There. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought of your cake. Um, but it was a good time. <laughs> oh, this was so fun. Thanks for having me, guys. This yes. Was great. Oh my god, it was great. It was really good. <laughs> Long time. We're. We're like twenty minutes over. Oh shit! Yeah. What? I, I handed you the zero a long time ago. I did ago. not see oh, that. Wow. I said, "Yeah, we we're so done. much fun. We're, we're wow. done." 
That's so uh, professional of you to go 20 minutes over and then on air so that everybody can hear, hey, Zach, where are we? Because I would only say that because it fell about 20 minutes over. I was I like, we like... got to. Hey, uh, Sarah, you got anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. I sure do. <laughs> I sure do. Um, on behalf of my lover's genitals, please buy my honey at metalhoney.com, M-E-T-A-L-H-O-N-E-Y, as it sounds. Uh, Metal Honey Foods on Instagram. Um, we have two new products out. It is Vernal Elixir, which is a not hot hibiscus, pomegranate, rose, orange water kind of situation for cocktails and sweets. Uh, great. Sweet, sweet singer. Amazing. I just made a mocktail out of it. It's yeah. wonderful. I'm glad you like it. Um, then I have a sweet singer, which is also new. It's a less hot, more umami version of my original. And then Scorpion Honey, which is my hot honey. So get it. Metalhoneyfoods.com. Metalhoney.com. Metalhoney.com. I got nothing. Oh, I'm doing that thing. I have a podcast. I have another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're in, we just did our second episode this morning. It is called Snap. It's a Marvel Comics podcast. It's just about WandaVision right now. Um, it's me and uh, my buddy Gunner. It is not funny. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. It's not funny. Uh, if you want to talk about the conspiracies of the Marvel Universe, it's the place to be. But if you think I'm going to be funny, I'm not. Okay. I'm not going to be funny at all. Can I plug my other podcast? Yeah. I'm on another podcast called Law of Averages with Matthew Goodman. He is an attorney and a smart man. And that is uh, that podcast is insane right now because the law is insane. So oh, sure, sure, sure. Right now. Is that funny? Yes, it's oh, very okay. funny. Yeah, yeah, good, good. So, yeah. Two funny podcasts, the one you're on, the one you do, and then the not funny podcast that I'm doing. If you want to laugh, not the one to listen to. <laughs> Just plug that. Is that wrong? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you want to buy some great sauces, at BatchNO2.com or at BatchNO2. Uh, just on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. If you want to buy sauces from a real fucking winner. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to put... Check out b- yeah. Batch number two. Are you going to put that in your labels going forward, like Meat Cake Winner? W- meat Cake Winner, World's Most Luxurious Ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of propaganda. You can put those labels right now. about yep. the, yeah. the private plane ketchup. But yep. again, you cannot put that you sold 100 bottles your first no, 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 not that. No, so no, the, other, the other tagline would be not as good as Sarah Morell. Better than Cody Farts. Ooh, barely. <laughs> barely. <laughs> Guys, if you want to support the podcast, uh, patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch. Uh, you can get an entire additional bonus episode every week, plus support your uh, Brunch Nation fam. And uh, I think that's it. We'll see you next time, guys.